latest in the entertainment news, trending topics and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, and I am so happy to be with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, if you are tuning in right now, I'm so happy that you're doing that. But I'm sad to say we're not going to be streaming on YouTube. So you can't see my smiling face, but you can definitely hear it on the app as well. So make sure that you go ahead and uh, go over to the app. Make sure that you're listening over there. But while you are somewhere on your app or on the Internet, if you're listening, make sure you're following all of our social media platforms at KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, you can follow me at Robin Ayers as well. You can always feel free to call in if you want to do that too. 1-800-920-1580. It's always a joy to hear from you guys uh, regarding our conversations that we have, which are always lit. <laughs> They're always a great time. So tell me, did you have yourself a fantastic Easter Sunday? I hope you did. I'm telling you, church was packed. People were smiling. Bellies were full. Uh, we had such a great time, my family and I. We, we definitely did. So I hope you did as well. We have a fantastic show, as always. Don't I say that all the time, but it's true. We have a really great show lined up for you today. I definitely want to send a shout out to one of the favorites that I know you used to watch when you were, uh, you know, just years ago, the Cosby show. You remember Little Rudy? Keisha Napoleon, who is a grown woman. Let's not mistake that. Uh, so congratulations to Keisha Napoleon and her husband, Brad James. He's an actor as well. They welcomed a little baby boy to their family. They're a little growing family. I don't know if they're going to have any more children, but this baby is an, another addition to the daughter that Keisha Napoleon already has. So they're so cute. They are just too cute and now welcoming a baby boy to the family. So congratulations to them. Uh, check these topics out. These are what's trending right now that you should know about. You may not know about rapper Cameron. I know about Cameron, but I don't know if you do. And that's fine. It's not about Cameron himself. It's about what he said about a photo or on a photo. He commented on a photo of Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, who were in close proximity. You probably have seen this photo because it's it was going viral right around the time that Creed 3 was, uh, they were promoting it. In this photo, I didn't see anything wrong with it, but Cameron said something that sparked up a whole conversation that we're definitely going to talk about because uh, I think he needs to answer to this, not just Cameron, but a lot of different people when they say some interesting things. So we'll get into that as well. Donda Academy, if you remember, Kanye West had actually opened up a an academy named after his late mother, Donda, and... Um, that school, which is an unaccredited school, is now in the headlines because Cecilia Haley, who you, she was a former teacher there. She was recently fired, but she's she's voicing her concerns right now. She's like, listen, the kids who are still going there are probably going to have a tough time when they either graduate from there to to go on to another school or if they leave that school to go on to another this is something I'm a little bit familiar with. Uh, my kids used to go to a, uh, it wasn't a school like Donda Academy. I'll be clear. <laughs> but uh, I'll talk about the similarities between where my kids went to school and Donda Academy. But we'll talk about s sort of the concerns that this woman actually has and she's voicing out right now. 
We are also going to talk about Sierra. <laughs> One of the favorite comment or favorite topics that everyone likes to talk about for some reason is Sierra and her husband, Russell Wilson. And she dropped a new single recently uh, called the girls and it's an empowerment track she's like giving it up for the girls but it really is talking about independence and here she is a married woman but she got her husband in on the conversation she's like listen can a married woman still be independent we're going to talk about that and what russell wilson thinks and, and see what you guys think about that as well also singer marcus houston who was from the group immature and he's the actor y'all know him as roger on sister sister well, Marcus Houston opens up about the relationship that he had uh, with his wife, his now wife, and why there was so much backlash around their relationship. He's opening up about that. We're going to talk about that. I got one of your favorite people who's going to call in today as my contributor today. You'll uh, we'll definitely introduce him on the other side. Right now, you are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. You're inside the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. You are inside the Raw Report. Uh, listen, I'm going to tell you again. I hope that uh, you guys will forgive me. We will be back on track with YouTube tomorrow. But no worries. If you want to comment on the show, if you have anything that you want to say, you can actually say, you can DM me as well or feel free to call in at 1-800-920-1580. Right now, I want to jump into our conversations. Uh, again, I got one of your favorite people on here, somebody who... Uh, he's always causing a stir, but reporter and correspondent, you've seen him on Nightcast Media as well as Sirius XM. Please welcome Nick Hamilton to the Raw Report. Hello, Nick. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on the planet. <laughs> How are you today, Nick? Uh, you know, I'm living and breathing. I can't complain. How you doing? You know what? I, I'm doing the same. I'm doing the same. I'm I'm having a great day. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Listen, uh, I know you because Nick, you you're really you're really about this uh, entertainment life. You really <laughs> you really know what's going on out here. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on what Cameron said about the the photo of Jonathan Majors and Michael B. Jordan, who, you know, there are a couple of them. There's a variety of different poses that they have. One is just them. You know, Mike, uh, J- excuse me, Jonathan has his arms around Michael B. Jordan, around his neck. Another one is just, you know, them, their faces in close proximity. But people are questioning. They're like, why could, if they're promoting a, a film about boxing, how come they just couldn't have on boxing gloves and take a photo? You know, that's pretty... Uh, like the standard or something. Did you have a problem with number one? Did you have a problem with the uh, photo itself? 
No, I didn't have a problem with it personally because I'm like, look, if that's what they chose to do, what am I going to do about it? I'm going to protest? Like, what exactly am I going to change here? I mean, that's what they decided to do. They were comfortable doing it. Um, I don't think it it explored any type of, like, sexuality between the two dudes. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors were, like, promoting a particular, quote, agenda. Um, You know, it is what it is. Like, I mean... It's, it's funny how people will look at that, but they 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 don't talk about other things that they need to talk about, like the Dalai Lama trying to kiss a little boy. Well, you know what I mean? Well, um, yeah, yeah, you, you definitely are, opened up another. Are, but that that happened that that didn't happen today, by the way. Uh, but I'm just saying, like things that actually matter. You know what I mean? People. Mm don't necessarily want to have a deep discussion about it or or or, or, or a prolific discussion about it. And mm-hmm. I just felt like it was just much to do about nothing. I think people, you know, if it's not for you, then don't look at them. You know, nobody right. forced you to look at them. Well, it's, yeah, okay, so, so the, the comment specifically that Cameron uh, said was, <laughs> he, he commented on the photo saying, this is, this is the reason I didn't go see Creed. And if you leave it just at that, the optics are that that's like a homophobic comment that he made. And obviously he caught some backlash. And after he caught all of that backlash, he responded to someone and he said, I have no problem with anyone gay. But then he didn't he didn't necessarily clear it up and clarify what his comment was about. He, he we know what that comment was really about, but he, you know, tried to clean it up a little bit at the end. And my question is. First of all, that's just such a negative thing to put out there. But I think that there's dangers along with that as well, especially when you're someone of, of a public figure who's, who's got followers, people looking at you. And so in your opinion, does that have a, a is that dangerous to put that out there? That sort of narrative, that homophobic or negative view? Well, I think it's more dangerous to speculate. Right. I think also, my man, and I love Cameron. Like, I grew mm-hmm. up listening to Cameron. Sure. I love his sports show. Um, I think Cameron is entertaining. I think Cameron understands how to move the needle. And I think, unfortunately, Cameron went to the Kanye West school of, of press releases because you just can't leave stuff out there uh, to interpretation because it could be misinterpreted. Maybe mm-hmm. he didn't think, you know, like he said, maybe he didn't feel like he was trying to make a homophobic reference or maybe he was. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all we have is speculation. And sometimes... With speculation, that could be more dangerous than the actual statement that was made or not made, per se, mm-hmm. uh, because everybody just wants to speculate and, and create their own narrative. So, I mean, we don't know what he was going to say. Yes, you can. I mean, both things can be true. You could say he was, you know, inferring uh, homophobic references. You could say he wasn't. He was just like, yo, I don't want to see the movie with these two guys. Maybe he don't like Jonathan Majors as an actor. Mm. You know, maybe he doesn't like... You know, I don't know. Like, we don't know until you sit down on a one-on-one with Cameron and, and I get his true perspective and true belief on it. We just, we don't know. And I'm not doing, I'm not saying that to protect anybody. I'm just saying that from a logical standpoint, like, think for a second. You know, do we have the exact transcripts of what he, you know, what he said? No, we only have the comments, what he made on the Twitter post, and then what he, what he said, obviously, what you just mentioned, Robin, with, you know, his, his, uh, follow up to what he said on Twitter, and that's all we have. We have we we we're left to try to piece things together, and like I said, to me that could be more dangerous than anything else. Sure, I get that point, but wouldn't the onus be on him 
to not leave something up for speculation like that to be a little bit more clear? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely 50% responsible, for sure, because mm-hmm. he put it out there. He left it out there without, you know, explaining himself. You know, it's kind of like what we blame, you know, Kyrie Irving for or what we blame Kanye West for, mm. you know, leaving things up into interpretation, not providing some type of clarity. And I think that's Cameron needs to, at some point, needs to provide some type of clarity, mm-hmm. um, you know, about the statements that he made. But in, in the meantime, in between time, you know, we still, we still don't know what he meant by that or what he didn't mean by that. Again, mm-hmm. it's all speculation. Um, and that can lead down a very dangerous path as well. Mm, okay. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And, and the one thing that I will give him is that it's not like he went and posted the photo on his own page and made a comment, you know, on his own page. So I will give him that to a certain degree. Uh, if you are just sort of living your life, commenting on things as you see it on Twitter or on Instagram, you have the right to do so. But I also think just like we hold everyone else accountable, we, like you mentioned, we did the same thing to Kyrie Irving when he posted and he tweeted the link of the uh, of that documentary. Right. We, we do that a lot, but we also we we hold you to the fire you know what i'm saying so i think you can live you, you can live your best life you can comment on things but you do have to be careful with at least the optics right cuz the optics are also important sure there there is a gap left of uh, uh where we can all speculate but i believe that onus is on you as a public figure to watch what you say and watch how it could be received and uh and perceived in in the public eye yeah, I mean that's true, but also let's let's not forget like Cameron knows exactly what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's, we're talking about Cameron right now, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, on his sports show. What was the last time we really talked about Cameron? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing Fifty Cent does. Like Fifty Cent will post something mm-hmm. and he'll say something and then just walk away. We're <laughs> yeah. like, man, Fifty, you hear what Fifty said? You hear what Fifty did? It's like it's Fifty so calculated. It's like he does this on purpose to get us talking, right. and that's the smart thing about marketing. Like free advertisement, like we're actually giving Cameron free advertisement right now. Yeah. So that's brilliant on Cameron's part to even start up the conversation or spark the conversation about what you think he said or what he think he meant or didn't mean or didn't say. So I mean, it could all be a part of something that he wanted to generate just as a marketing tool. You never know. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point because uh, they say all publicity is good publicity. However you look at that, Hello. you're right about it because we are definitely talking about Cameron right now. And like you said, 50 Cent, he has the ability to do everything that he does and troll at the perfect time. He always does it when there's something that he wants to promote or, you know, get out there. So he'll say something that causes a stir. So maybe... Just in fact, maybe Cameron is doing the same thing. So you may be right about that. Um, I'll just leave it at this before we move on. I do think that if you are in the public eye, you just need, especially when it comes to homophobic, like anything homophobic or um, with, with any of the, that community, the LGBTQ plus community, I think it's very, very uh, important to watch what you say or how you say things. So I'll just leave that there. And uh, let's move forward because you mentioned Kanye West. As you know, Kanye West did open up a school. And you know what, Nick? I don't know about you, um, but when when Kanye mentioned that he was going to open up the school, he actually made that announcement. So many people in different circles were so interested in their kids attending and not knowing the facts, not knowing um, what his credential, what, what 
what makes him qualified to open up a school? What would the, the resources be behind putting up a school? But everybody in, in, immediately wanted to jump on board because it has something to do with Kanye West. And now here we are where Cecilia Haley, who was a former teacher who's now fired, uh, she's she's voicing her concerns at the fact that these kids are not up to par as they should. She's saying these kids are not learning what they should. They're not talking about the right uh, the right uh, topics and learning the, the right things. She's also saying that when uh, she's also saying that when uh, they leave or graduating and go to another school, that it's possible that they're they're not going to be given any credit for what they are learning right now because it's an unaccredited school. Does she have a valid point there? And then what what do we do about that? <laughs> what 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 are these parents going to do about something like that? Well, this is another classic case of insufficient and thirsty parents, right? And <laughs> okay, I can't I can't look at her. I cannot look at her this this teacher as some type of martyr, right? Because you were thirsty too. You jumped on board without you know feet first, without looking both ways, and you got smacked around, and now you are you you down and out. So now. You want to sit back and try to be this martyr about, oh, these kids are not getting this. These kids are not getting that. Well, did you investigate before you signed up to be a teacher at this particular, you know, institution of quote unquote learning? Oh, no, wow. you did it because because you signed up because it was Kanye West and you wanted to be a part of Kanye West's whole structure when it came to anything close to Kanye West. That's my, that's probably the main reason why you signed up to be at this school. You knew damn well this school was unaccredited. You know damn well this wasn't going to be a regular school, even a charter school or a public school of any sort. Um, and you jumped in head first, like I said. So no, I don't feel bad for you. You you knew you knew what was going on. Now all of a sudden you want to speak after you get fired. I don't believe that. I don't believe a coincidence. She did this because she's bitter and she wants to be spiteful, and now she wants to spill. You know, spill the beans about what's going on, but you didn't do that when when you were when you were there at that academy. You knew exactly what Kanye was about because Kanye was a nut, and you knew exactly what he was going to do or not do, and you went right along with it because whether you got a paycheck or whether you just wanted some clout, whatever it was, you didn't care about them kids at that point. You cared about your own career. So Mm -hmm. miss me with the whole oh, all of a sudden now I want to stand up and fight for the kids. And, I, and these kids are not going to get the proper education. Well, you knew that going into it. So mm. I, why all of a sudden speak now? That's, this is reactionary. This ain't proactive. This is reactionary. Okay. So I'm not. I don't want to hear a crocodile tears. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let me let me let me ask you first of all. I don't know if you have a, have us on the speaker or not, but if you can take us off the speaker, because we hear you clearly, but sometimes you go in and out. So I want to make sure that we're getting everything that you say because everything you say is. Uh, it is it should definitely be heard um nick that that was something that i wasn't expecting to hear right there i was expecting um <laughs> uh, maybe i was thinking that you were going to go <laughs> the parent you know kind of knocking the parents but you're ne- you're you're saying listen cecilia even as the teacher you were thirsty in jumping on board this Kanye West school, the Donda Academy, because of Kanye's name and not necessarily uh, because you well, did you did you not think that she wanted to uh, help the students out? Did you not think that uh, I mean, what, do you think that it was a simply thirsty move? Yeah, absolutely. She was she was in it for herself. Now, if, the, if she helped the kids, that was a byproduct of her being there. It's like water with the wet. It's, it's going to automatically happen. But at the same time, when you look at the entire totality of what that school was about, who who started it, 
where was the where was the foundation? Where was the focus? You knew it was in disarray from day one. And not only that, we heard the complaints from other parents along the way about where the school the school's direction. When I now there are other schools out there. Like I look at, for example, I look at you know the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. Mm. That's an accredited school. Mm-hmm. That's a school that has you know a, a vision. They have discipline. They have a they, you know they have a format. They are trying to make sure that kids not only graduate, but also have a support system even when they do graduate and make sure they get supported while they're at the school. Mm. Uh, so that's if you're going to teach somewhere, that's I'm just using as an example, that's a place that you may want to you know utilize your skill set because that's going to be able to help the kids long term because it's an accredited area. And also, too, you know these kids are going to go on to try to accomplish greater and bigger things because of the foundation that was set at that leadership academy where they were. So the Donda West Academy had, had didn't have that, and we knew that um, mm-hmm. because Kanye was all over the place. Mm-hmm. So if the head is all over the place, where do you think the body's going to be? Ooh, okay. It's going to be a disarray. Okay. You're making you're making yourself heard loud and clear. Nick, uh, and Fahima, I see your call. We're definitely going to get to Fahima's comment as well. But listen, I— you're right. You 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 named uh, Jalen Rose. Uh, LeBron James has done it. Diddy has done it. There are a lot of different celebrities who have um, wanted to help out that way. They wanted to put their purpose and their resources into a school. Many are accredited. Some others should have wait. Some others should have gotten their things together, such as Kanye, because I think he sort of uh, he he put the cart before the horse. In that in that way, uh, he's that's the kind of guy Kanye is, though. He has an idea and immediately he wants to go with it because he has the resources and the name. But sometimes for the sake of the children, you have to do things in order. So, uh, yeah, I just don't know that this was the right move. We're actually not going to be done with this conversation. I do want to move it over uh, on the other side because I have a comment from Fahima. She wants to get in on this conversation and I'm going to semi include my own experience with a similar situation a school that's no longer existing um but it was will and jada had a school that uh i can tell you a little bit about that experience as well on the other side but nick you are on a roll i hear you i definitely hear you and i'm on board with what you're saying right now we've got news traffic and sports and we're going to break down the rest of this inside the raw report on the other side you're listening to kbla talk 1580s more of, More of the, Raw the Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report, Raw Report. on KBLA Talk inside the raw report on kbla talk 1580 we are having such a great conversation if you are just joining us we're here with our entertainment contributor from sirius xm and nightcast media nick hamilton we're also uh getting ready to take this this comment this call from fahima from dc fahima get on in here greetings Robin. greetings greetings to you quick um, and concise because we are on the tyranny of the clock. 
two points. One, uh, you do not have to be qualified to open the school. You simply have to hire people who are. Case in point, LeBron James doesn't know anything about running a school, but he hired people that were. And the same thing with Diddy and his two schools, one in the Bronx and one in Harlem. The other point is, is that I think in all fairness, um, I, I think the brothers were a little hard on the young lady because the school had, and I'm in no wise defending uh, Kanye West because the brother needs help. But the school's accreditation was pending and it's likely that it wouldn't have met accreditation because of his erratic behavior. But there was, the accreditation was pending. So those are the points that I wanted to make. You don't have to be qualified to open a school. You simply have to hire qualified people to run it with the appropriate licenses and credentials. And secondly, the accreditation was pending. So I think you're being a little harsh on that, sister. Mm. Okay. Well, Fahima, thank you for the call. I, d- I definitely hear the point uh, in terms of not necessarily needing to be qualified to open up a school. I guess where that comment comes from for me and my thoughts, and Nick, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and respond in a second, is uh, knowing who Kanye West is. Now, what I love about Kanye is that he is one of those kinds of guys that says, listen, let me have at it. And that doesn't matter what it is. If he wants to design a home, if he wants to design clothes, put out music, design a hotel, as he said he wants to do at some point. Fantastic. Um so I like that, that he has the audacity to do things like that. But just the fact that it is Kanye and he is erratic, we've all acknowledged that. And so will he. <laughs> um, th- that that type of qualification. So- sorry. OK, Nick, do we have Nick on the line still? Yeah, I'm back. OK, I'm Nick, back. did you want to go ahead and respond uh, to that? Oh, absolutely. First of all, I get her point. Like, I understand the first point she was making as far as, you know, schools being accredited and, you know, hiring the right people um, as far as to run the schools in a particular way. I totally agree with her on that. Two, no, I wasn't being harsh on her because the thing about it is the truth is the truth. And secondly, I don't want to hear anything about a pending accreditation. That's like saying almost only counts in horseshoes. Well, you know what? I almost got that degree, but, you know, ah, I just didn't get it. Either you got the degree or you didn't. <laughs> Ain't no, it's no, no one cares about almost. You can't you can't gauge children. these are these are children's lives at stake. Mm-hmm. And it's not the children's fault because they're going where their parents tell them to go. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. they have to do with their you know, whatever direction their parents are leading them in. So I don't blame the children at all. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is but you're gambling with these kids' lives. You know, and wh- who's to say that these kids won't, you know, will go on the right path or the wrong path. But, you know, when you're gambling with these kids' lives like that, you can't be worried you can't have a pending you know, accreditation. Mm. You have it or you don't. Mm. And that's the problem. We can't make excuses. We got to hold people accountable for what they need to be accountable for. Mm. Period. Point blank. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I I hear that point. I definitely hear your point on that. Uh, Definitely. I hear both sides to where you guys are coming from. If, if you are, if you've opened up a school and you are pending, your accreditation is a pen is pending. You think that, you are going to be approved for this, then you want to go ahead and open up the school. And you're, what you're saying, Nick, it sounds like you're saying that, listen, if it has not gone through yet and it is still pending, it is not time to open up the school quite yet because you are still lacking no. the uh, the accreditation. 
So, exactly. Same okay. thing with Umar Johnson School. We ain't, we still ain't seen that school yet. Yep. That's <laughs> you know it, yeah. I mean? yeah. That's fair. That's it's almost fair. happening, but it ain't happening yet. <laughs> but it ain't yet. Okay. Uh, let's go. Let's move on. Um, I was going to talk about my my little experience with Will and Jada School, which, by the way, is one of the best schools that my children have ever attended. Uh, but I do think there is something to say about the cachet of wanting to join a school where the head of that school or the founders of this school have a name. Maybe it's because you think they'll be involved. Maybe it's because you think they'll you'll see them on campus or something like that. And I do think a lot of parents, rather than look at the benefit for their children, would look at the cachet of the name of the people who founded the school. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We've had experiences, but my experience was an, an, an incredible one. And anybody who knows about NVLA, you know, it was an absolutely incredible school. But let's go ahead and move on. We don't have a lot more time with Nick Hamilton, who's always so great with us. Uh, Nick, I have to get your opinion on this. We um, recently heard from Marcus Houston, the singer slash actor who opened up about the backlash that he received when he married his 19 year old wife when he was 38 years old he says that he met her when they were when she was 17 but they weren't dating yet and he waited until she was of age now we talk about (laughs) age differences a lot on this show uh actually most recently we talked about Cher who's 76 and her boyfriend A.E. Alex Edwards who's 37 a nearly 40 year difference Marcus Houston and his wife Maya have a 20 year difference some people say hey let them live their best lives but listen when she was 19 years old and you wifed her up she's 30 when you were 38 you've already lived your life to a certain degree I'm thinking hey (laughs) you know you didn't even wait for this girl to basically become you know uh comfortable in her skin yet so they they got married and they have a beautiful little girl now what are your thoughts nick hamilton i mean it's weird this is just some weirdo stuff <laughs> i mean you talk you knew her when she was 17 really dude and you expect to think that you didn't you were trying nothing i mean first of all what do you have in common as somebody who is 30 something years old mm-hmm. what do you honestly have in common but a couple of things and we all know what those couple of things can be right mm-hmm. secondly you, you mentioned, you know, Cher and, and, the, and the young man that she's with now. But you got to remember, Cher didn't get him when he was 17. Right. Cher yeah. got him when he was in his 30s. Yeah. And she's 70. Yeah, it's, it's still kind of far-fetched when we think about it because it's yeah. the age gap. But it's like at least this, this young man was like in his mid-30s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Living his life. Mm-hmm. This young lady didn't even get a chance to live her life. And yes, it's her choice who she wants to be with because obviously she chose to be with Marcus Houston. Mm-hmm. So she made a choice. But did she really make a choice? Like, did she really know what she was getting into? Because she, like you said, she hadn't fully lived her life and developed yet. Yeah. Um, when it comes to just being out there and really experiencing life for what it is. So, I mean, it's just some weirdo stuff, man. Like, nothing <laughs> surprises me anymore. If you see, like, nothing at all. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. And I'm a lover of love. I believe in love. I especially really promote and encourage black love. So good for them for being married. And, and you know, they have a beautiful family now. And that's great. I just wonder if they're going to run into some some trying times that, you know, here he is who's already traveled the world, had a couple of careers, made significant amounts of money in his life. And she is she was barely out of high school and now uh, married to this star who uh, is great. 
but I don't know if that will overshadow her at some point and if she'll want to live her own life and um, sort of not under the uh, under in the shadow, I'll say, of Marcus Houston, you know. I, I hope the best for them. I do think it's a little bit strange, although I, I, I promote love. I don't know how – I sound like I'm on the fence here. Maybe it is because I, I am. <laughs> I don't know. But I think it's more strange. I'm, in, I'm more in agreement with you, Nick. I think it's more strange that he could not either wait or find someone who was closer to his age, who, who was ready, who was really, really ready, had already lived her life before getting married. So I don't know. I do hope them – I do wish them well, though. I do wish them well. You 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 said hey, the same thing. <laughs> sound like he want a manager and not damager. You know what that means. Oh so. wow, bars first of all, but dang, like that. Uh, on that note, though, I don't give me you know, <laughs> g- give me fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. We do not have a lot of time with you, Nick. So give me fifteen seconds on what you think about Sierra talking to her <laughs> her husband Russell Wilson. About her song, who says, can independent women still be married? Can you be married and still be independent? Yeah, I think independent is a mentality. I think it's, it shows strength. I think it shows courage. And I think you can be independent. But I also think that there's, there's you know, lines that have to be agreed upon um, by husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as that goes, so you can have peace in your marriage and harmony in your marriage. You know what I mean? So when it comes to Sierra and Russell Wilson... Dear God, I mean, it's like a, a bootleg <laughs> poor band's reality show. We have to all be subjected to it. Jesus oh, no. Christ. We know where the pants in that relationship. <laughs> Nick, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate you. Let everybody know where they can find you. <laughs> thank you, Robin. Well, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213, on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA. And also, you can catch me every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, Sirius XM channel 145 uh, the NH experience available on all of the streaming platforms and SXM app Mm, always a pleasure to have you thank you so much we'll definitely talk with you next week as well thank you Nick thank you when we come forward who's got next I will definitely tell you who's got next on the other side you're listening to KBLA talk 1580 you're inside the raw report with Robin Ayers on KBLA talk 1580 Dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Rob the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. Uh, I want to thank Nick for <laughs> for calling in. You know, we're Nick. When you get when you get back in town, we need you to come back in. That'll be great. But definitely want to thank him for calling in as well as Fahima. Thank you for your comment. We all know what's going on with Kanye West. (laughs) But listen, it's not about that. It is not about Kanye West. It is all about the children. I've always said that. I'll stand by that. And hopefully this woman who has the, the former teacher of Donda Academy and her concerns, hopefully it won't be too much of a concern when these children move forward in their lives. It is not an easy thing to do. I will tell you that. It is not easy to get your children uh, accustomed to a whole other sort of school system, academic system, when they're used to something that is conjured up. Now, not to say that they're talking about all kind of crazy things over at Donda West, but Donda Academy, but 
according to this teacher, it is not necessarily what they should be learning. So hopefully, again, for these kids sake, it won't be too difficult. Uh, moving on. Let me talk to you about who's got next. Now, you you may have heard of her, heard about her. Her name is Amaretta. And I absolutely love Amaretta. And because let me explain. If you're asking why, I'll tell you why. <laughs> let me explain to you. Amaretta is a real lyricist to me. She's got a nice flow. She is very articulate when she speaks. You can hear when she speaks. I I love her. Uh, I love her content. I love her style. And it's a lot different than a lot of these female MCs who you see out here nowadays. And so I try to give you a good mixture of different genres of music and for her today we are going to go hip-hop this one you may have heard it uh she talks about listen if you're not from the real real atlanta i'm about to call you out so go ahead and take a listen to amaretta a soldier Beat red in these. I wasn't gonna say nothing, but it's on me heavy. I promise it's getting ridiculous after this drop. Do not jump to no conclusions. I don't need these folks in my mind. She's no one too solid. Gonna keep it a brick. I ain't going back and forth cause I said what I said. I'm clearing the L cause I feel it's my place. I gotta jump on the cup folk head. Y'all come to the city, get a feel for this L. And I wanna go home. I know you love where the tail like. But it ain't too fair. We had to live up in these trenches. Y'all went back to the birds when they got up on them late nights. Look, we really ran through these streets. We ain't never get a break. So we speaking on Atlanta. I don't play right. But I'ma get right to the subject. Ain't gonna beat around the bush. Chance it is till you say you from the A, right? Where's I know you from? Where hood did you live? Where hospital bed were you born? Look, I know it sound crazy, but I'm a A baby. I gotta start pulling for card. We had to live in this zoo where you don't make it out. So I don't give a fuck what they say. Look, if you niggas ain't grow up in APS system, you this shit is not from the A. And you from Gwinnett. That is Amaretta. Woo! It's called Sorry Not Sorry. Now, here's the deal. She is calling you out. She says she's from the real Atlanta. And if you are not from Atlanta, if you're not from uh, the real, real Atlanta, then you are not really from Atlanta. So you can't say that you're from Atlanta. That's the whole point of the song. Amaretta, in no lie, is... <laughs> really on the come up she is really uh about to do her thing in this music industry i feel like real tough so uh definitely shout out to her when we come forward i've got what you don't want to miss i actually just found out about this and i'm so excited to share it with you if you've not heard about it quite yet we will get to that on the other side you are listening to kbla talk 1580 stay there KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Accounting with scholarships available and 100% job placement after graduation. There's never been a better time to advance your accounting career. Visit apu.edu today. Access granted. In a survey conducted by the public opinion research firm Eviteris, KBLA Talk 1580 consistently emerged as the station of choice for black audiences in the Los Angeles media market and beyond. The survey also revealed that the vast majority of black audiences are concerned about the lack of black-owned media and are more likely to listen to talk radio that focuses on issues that impact the black community. For some reason, 
The other talk stations haven't quite figured that out. If you think about KFI, well, KFI only has like a 3% black listenership. 3%. So there's a good 97% out there to support a station like KBLA. At KBLA Talk 1580, we've got your black. Your black. Your black. You are inside the Raw Report. And I've got for you what I don't want you to miss. Now, it's not coming up tonight. And it's not even coming up tomorrow night. But it's something that I'm so excited about because it came across my uh, my path right on my lap. And I'm so excited about it uh, myself. So hopefully, if you are a fan of Jodeci, of SWV, and of Drew Hill, this is something you absolutely do not want to miss. Jodeci is actually headlining a summer tour, which is incredible. Right now, you can go, you can, there's several, actually, there's several tours that are coming up that are about to be straight fire and not just performances or anything like that. I'm talking about actual tours. So if you are listening, wherever you're listening from, I know a lot of you uh, will listen from the East Coast and some of you over in the Midwest. Some of you right here in L.A. So no matter where you are listening from, you'll have an opportunity to go and listen to this concert and to be there and to enjoy all the nostalgic moments of these songs and let it play back. And you're going to have a great time. I know that I am. If you remember very recently, only within this month, the show has been on for a month, y'all. A little over a month, actually. Yay, congratulations to us. If you remember, uh, Jazz from Drew Hill was uh, on recently when I had him on uh, Who's Got Next. So Jazz, uh, still a part of Drew Hill, and he mentioned that, yes, they are always performing, very often performing with, with one another. And SWV as well. You remember I had Coco on a couple of weeks ago and she is still, they are definitely still traveling abroad and here in the States and just doing a bunch of touring. And so this is going to be a really, really good uh, tour. The three of them, they might even have some friends. You never know. So that's something that you want to look up. Check out uh Ticketmaster, <laughs> check out Ticketmaster or maybe go to Joe to see uh, their page and make sure that you get those tickets and see where they're going to be playing near you. If you're in Alabama, for instance, you may have to go to Atlanta if you want to enjoy this or wherever you're from. Just try to catch it in the, the nearest city uh, close to you. So that should be great. That's going to be fun. I have another really cool uh, tour that's going to be coming up very soon that I just learned about. So I'm excited about that. Again, I am so sorry that you couldn't see my smiling face today. That's all right. You will see me back tomorrow on YouTube. We will be streaming again live. I definitely appreciate all of you for listening in on the app. Thank you for uh, for your your messages and your texts and all of that stuff. I see it all. I appreciate you all. And. As I always tell you, you can't change that you can't change that station right now because Zoe Williams, who is up next with the voice of reason, is always gonna give you that fire. He calls it hot lava. <laughs> Zoe don't be playing. Listen, tonight, the uh let's see, what is the topic tonight? Zoe. Oh, the topic tonight is put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Wow, a deeper look 
at what happens when your significant other loses respect for you. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's something that you definitely don't want to miss. And what I love about these topics that he gets into is that they're always uh, diverse. And because, you know, relationships as a whole, there's always something going on there. So uh, these are always just so good. Self-respect is the fruit of discipline. The sense of dignity grows with the ability to say no to oneself. He got quotes and everything for y'all. <laughs> he's got he's got questions, quotes, topics. Like I said, it's hot lava, and that's coming up right next, uh, right now, right after me. You'll be listening to Zoe Williams, the voice of reason. So definitely do not change that channel. My name is Robin Ayers, your host, and I'll be back with you tomorrow. Definitely appreciate you, and remember that today and every day forward, remember to be a blessing. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580.